episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at the Rat Hour Podcast, part of the Tube Podcast Network. It's your one-stop shop for nuanced discussions about seasonal fruit, the benefits of paying your taxes, and cereal reviews. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's start the show. And uh, this uh, this is a Top 3 Podcast. Three, two, Everybody to the second episode of a top three podcast. The first episode did such big numbers that we came back for number two. <laughs> we know it's been five years, but we made it back. Yeah, uh, we've been through just some hellish ordeals in the past uh, 20 minutes between recording episode one and episode two. Uh, so now we're back with a new topic. Today's topic is going to be top three TV shows that debuted since 2010. So uh, top three TV shows is just too big of a topic and I want to shine a light on some recent TV shows um, because, you know, they're not getting enough attention or some bullshit like that. So uh, today we have um, me, Dave Jackson, and we also have Aaron Engel. What's up? We've got Alan Nichols. Hi, everybody. And uh, once again, we've got Bloodbath McGrath. Salutation. <laughs> uh, I, you, you being my friend is the best thing that ever happened to me, Bloodbath. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say that out loud. You're my I favorite guess, human being in the world. I guess for everybody that me, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you saying it for everybody else. Yeah, that's also the new reason why Bloodbath keeps moving is because he has too much fan mail fucking up his houses. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's fan mail, just like them spiders everywhere. <laughs> Women I thought he moved again this everywhere. time so he and Aaron could watch each other through their windows. <laughs> uh, like, no joke. <laughs> so, uh, as, uh, as a little introduction to the game, um, we will be listing our top three in the category. We'll be taking turns. Everyone says their third uh, choice, then their second choice, then their first choice, and room for some honorable mentions at the end. Uh, Today's topic, like I said before, is the top three TV shows that debuted since 2010. And uh, we're defining a TV show as anything that, you know, looks like a TV show. What is like saying? Like, if it looks like a bird and sounds like a bird, then it is a bird. That's how it goes. Like, you know what a TV show is. Uh, Don't try to overthink this. So. um, Yeah, don't make us babysit you. (laughs) Yeah. So um, the only stipulation is after 2010. So we had the example of like Parks and Rec, which is a great show, but debuted in 2009, you, we said, right? Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. So Parks and Rec is out. can't be part of your list. It has to have debuted after 2010. Mm-hmm. And we also can't count something like The Office, uh, which debuted way before 2010, but gained its popularity. Uh, once it went to Netflix after 2010, 2011. Right. Yeah. Has to. Ha- we're going with like the original debut. Um, same with like I really want to put Breaking Bad on here because it's one of like the six TV shows that I actually like and want to talk about. But it 
it hit 2010 like halfway through its run, so Breaking Bad's out. Um, this is going to be a good topic for me uh, as someone who has not watched a full season of a TV show in like over a year. Um, I'm one of those people who like, I just play video games during my free time and I read sometimes. I don't watch TV. So a lot of these will be like somewhat, they're either like older things or like things that um, like they're still going and I managed to watch them. I don't know, like Bloodbath, you watch a lot of TV, right? Uh, Occasionally, yes. He's fucking lying when, to you. He when... watches so much TV. <laughs> I mean, I have I have a small child, so I mean that's all I really can do is sit and watch TV with her at the right. Yeah, Alan, you how much TV do you watch? Um, I I put Netflix on and let it run for days at a time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just, I'll I'll put it on a TV and I'll just let it go. I won't even turn it off when I go to work. I have nice. no idea why I do it. It's just a, it's like compulsion at this point. That's funny. So I mean, I think I think I've been in the room to watch almost everything on Netflix, but I haven't actually watched any of it. All right, so, can't wait fair. to hear your opinions about your choices then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will. I will say I currently, I I do have a habit of like I just because we have like Hulu and HBO Max and all that stuff, so. I'll go through and watch a lot of old shows I've already seen just for like the nostalgia. Um, but because, you know, if I'm watching my kid during the day, like we'll put on something just in the background or I end up watching a lot of kids shows. At the so uh, that's about it. You much. can do, you can do kids shows as long as they debuted after 2010 bloodbath. That's true. Yeah. But I, that, that's gotta be an episode where there's somebody else with a kid. Cause I just, <laughs> it's, yeah, I have a kid. No, I don't have no, a kid. Aaron does have a kid, but he doesn't know enough about his kids to know what TV shows they like. (laughs) Never met the Aaron. Aaron is born without semen, buddy. That's that's right. Bloodbath is right. Dust comes out. All right. right, So before this goes, before this goes completely off the rails, let's get started with our top three TV shows of the last decade. Uh, So I'll get started with my number three. And it's a show that's on Netflix, and my number three is is Billions. Um, have any of you guys seen Billions before? No, I have not. I have uh, not. All right. Okay, good. So uh, this is a show that I haven't watched the most recent like season, I think. But uh, the show's awesome. It's like about a like billionaire like hedge fund guy who's doing shady stuff, and then uh, Paul Giamatti. That's the guy's name, right? He's he's like the district attorney trying to catch him for all the shady oh, stuff going on. I do know what you're I've seen I've seen a trailer for that. Is that and, dope? Uh, yes, it is. It's one of those it's one of those shows that like from that dis- if you would have told me that description, I would have I did the same thing I did with House of Cards and be like, Yeah, I'm sure it's good. I don't care though. I'm not watching it. But um I just heard too much about it and it's really good. Uh, definitely a show you can just like sit and watch all day long. And there's only, I don't know, three or four seasons of it. It's not like a, this is like a, this, like this really fucked up thing that comes with recommending TV shows now is like, if I recommend a show and I'm like, it's the best show. And you and I say, and there's 13 seasons. People are like, no, absolutely <laughs> uh, not. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so it's exactly. like this added bonus that Billions only has like three or four seasons that you have to watch. 
It's real good, though. And Paul Giamatti is dope as fuck. He's a really, really good actor. Yeah, and there's there's other people in it that you guys would recognize because you watch more stuff than I do, and you know actors and actresses. Um, yeah, really good. Nice. Uh, it sounds interesting. It's also it also has that factor that like Entourage had. If any of you guys watched Entourage, where like I did, yeah, he's living like the most baller life possible. And so it has that factor. It's not like debauchery like Entourage was. It's more just like, what if you were like a billionaire and you were you just had all this baller stuff? It's not like, you know, <laughs> drugs and women. It's more just like, I have all this cool shit in the best house possible. It's like that. And like, huh. just like Entourage, Turtle is also in it. So <laughs> that's cool. That guy's cool. I like that guy. <laughs> Yeah, me too. R.I.P. Turtle. Did he die? Jerry Ferrara. No. Jerry no. Ferrara. So that Other was Billions. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aaron, what was your number three? All right. My number three, and like I really do just just hate the fan base for this show. Like, you know what I mean? Like this, it's just really draining how easy it is to hate people who like this show. Uh, but my number three is uh, Rick and Morty. I uh, oh. I really, I really, really fucking, like, I, I, I think it is probably the best cartoon uh, that's come out since, I, I don't know, Family Guy? Like, it's been a really, really long time since there's been a cartoon that I've been like, oh, fuck yeah, like, I can't wait for the next episode. Um, what's the, what, what, what's the motherfucker's name that did Community? that wrote that show and it's Justin Harmon and Dan Harmon. I mean like Dan Harmon, all like all he does when he makes TV shows is like shit out fucking gold. And, uh, Rick and Morty makes me laugh. Like I always judge like a comedy based on how, how much it can give me like a, like, like, like an audible laugh while I'm watching it by myself. And Rick and Morty just makes me fucking laugh out loud when I'm just sitting there trying to fall asleep, you know? So, uh, like I said, I do hate the fan base. Uh, but I do like how the show is like really self-aware of how smart it is and then shits on itself for being that smart. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just think it's well-crafted. I think it's very, very, very funny. Uh, and, and like I said, it's the best cartoon that's come out in such a long fucking time to me. So that 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 would be my number three. Rick and Morty is really good. It is Rick really and Morty is awesome. I, I specifically made my list with uh, Community is a show that we couldn't do either because yeah, and like I said, Dan Harmon, he just shits that out like uh, crazy. Uh, dude, Rick, uh, God, dude, I, I specifically left all like animated shows off my list because I figured that'd be another one that we do at some point. But um, yeah, I guess if I had included that, Rick and Morty probably would have been my number one. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's, shows... it's so well done. Once, uh, yeah, dude, here's like the the fan base thing hits like a tipping point once you start seeing like show or like t-shirts at Kohl's and shit oh man for rick and oh, morty <laughs> that's that's the best way that would be like could have it would, described how i feel about this it would be like <laughs> like uh if i was in high school now my mom would be buying me rick and morty shirts at Kohl's and giving them to oh, yeah. me oh yeah right. like a pickle rick shirt like a fucking yeah. ass hat <laughs> yeah i'd show and like <laughs> like a fucking douche and like since you're in high school and you don't know shit about shit you like show up to school yeah. thinking it's cool and like thinking like girls will want to talk to you because you have a pickle rick t-shirt on <laughs> uh, uh, that's the best sentence i've ever heard in my life to today oh that's so fucking funny dude 
But uh, Rick, Rick and Morty is awesome. <laughs> you want to talk to me? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't like. You don't like ask. You, you like show up. Make sure the front of your shirt is extremely yeah. visible. Yeah. Don't Pristine. like draw attention to it. But, yeah. but make just, sure you it's just visible. Walk with your chest out, just all yeah. the time. Yeah. No, like carry, like carry your book bag in your hand so that your straps don't cover up any part of the design on your shirt. Zero, zero part of it. Hey, hey, what's up, babe? I wear my personality on my chest. I understand what Aaron's saying, too, about like the fan base. Because, well, like, I think it's like uh, everyone, like, once it becomes popular, like, it's like, then you're popular to be like a contrarian about it. Because I feel like seasons one and two were awesome. And then, like, they came out with season three where you have, like, Pickle Rick. And I just heard all kinds of people, like, just shitting on that season. Like, it's just not as funny as the last season, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I think it's the same show. Like, I don't think it's any different whatsoever. It's yeah. the exact – it's just as bizarre. And, like, you know, even with shit, like, you know, we, we all, to a degree, like, Wet Hot American Summer. It just – it, like, perfectly combines, like, being, like, like a smart kind of cartoon um, with also being, like, uh, the humor style being, like, an absurdist kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, the it's just goofy and stupid, just like Family Guy is, but, like, smart enough to, like, really – craft like a really good story around every episode and that's again probably like the tipping point for me is like each episode is like a cohesive full story like even though it doesn't have like an ongoing plot each episode is like beginning middle end it all makes sense since i like i said i got nothing but good things to say about that show yeah that show's good uh good voice cast too like everyone <laughs> very everyone's funny. awesome justin royland very funny very very funny alan do you what have you seen rick and morty you've been quiet so far Oh, I didn't want to rain on everybody's parade. I, no, I'm man, like, that... Rick and Morty, honorable mention, maybe. It is It is funny. Um, I mean, like Aaron said, it is It is just completely absurd. And I think that the, the one thing that Rick and Morty does that kind of bothers me is that, like, it... it um, I mean, I guess it's kind of what Aaron was saying. It goes back to the, the fans of Rick and Morty. You know, Rick and Morty has this way of, well, it it just, it has this way of making people feel very, you know what I mean? Like, it it really does. Like, it it has that effect on people, and that just always bugs the shit out of me when I'm watching Rick and Morty. You know, maybe it's just because I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Doesn't make any goddamn sense to me, but, yeah. (laughs) Let, Let me add that. Uh, that response just came from the man who picked humans as the most dangerous animal. So, like, really, how how much can we trust him? All right. All right. So who's well, next? Speaking of Alan, what's your number three? <laughs> My number three was uh, People versus OJ Simpson. Oh, dude, uh, I've heard I've heard that's dope. Yeah. Oh, have you not watched it? No, nah, so I guess who's Junior, and I was like, nah. Um, he was all right in it. I mean, he, yeah, he sure does a good fun. job. Describe it for us real quick. Uh, I mean, so it's a, there's not much to describe. It's just, uh, essentially the story of, um, you know, the murder of Nicole Brown Simpson and that other guy. And, uh, you know, rest in peace, other OJ, guy. OJ's, yeah, <laughs> rest in peace, other guy. R.I.P. Greenberg, Greenberg, Goldman. Ron Greenberg. That's what it is. Ron Goldman. Like that. Goldman. He's got it. Bloodbath. Ooh, Alan um, just races now. That's hilarious. Alan's, Alan's just picking Jewish names out of a hat over there. <laughs> I am, man. Oh, that's fair. Stein, Weiner, 
Yeah. He's a lawyer. He can. Oh, he has to. <laughs> shows there you go. I that show just hit me. Time, uh, so. That show just hit me right in like that perfect time when like there started to be too many things being recommended to me, and so I just said no to everything. Um, but I heard it's really good. Oh, it's definitely worth watching. John Travolta looks terrifying. Um, okay, I'm in. You say <laughs> no more. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm also in. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, I've I've also heard nothing but awesome things. Yeah, about worth it. worth a watch for sure. I think it's like it's it's relatively short. Um, so I like that about it. You know, you don't have to like you were talking about earlier. You don't have to put in like thirteen seasons or anything. You can watch a few episodes, get the entire story, and then. And then wash your hands of it and move on to whatever's next. But definitely, definitely worth a watch. Is it like, is it like fairly, like a fairly accurate portrayal of the situation? You know, or is it like super Hollywoodized? I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty Hollywood. But I mean, you know, it's it's not enti- it's not entirely fictional, right? It's obviously fictionalized, Fair. but. As, sure, right, right. You right. know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I think that people don't, just really don't know about. You know, because it's not just the trial, and it's not just, um, you know, the police case. It's also, there is a lot of it that has to be fictionalized because I'm sure they didn't talk to, like, the Kardashian family or, um, or anything like I that. I just, as an expert of the O.J. Simpson trial, uh, like the whole uh, procedure, I uh, I just want to know if it's like, because did you watch that O.J. Simpson documentary, that five, like five part documentary or whatever? I did like, watch that. That, that shit came out like, rel- yeah, first of all, fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, I was just wondering if it was like, you know, kind of like, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't know if it was like going to be super accurate or not. Uh, like I said, I saw Cuba Gooding Jr. and I'm like, there's and John Travolta, and I was like, there's no way this is good. Like that's like I was like, there's just absolutely no way this is dope. And everybody's like, yeah, it's really good. Remember, Cuba has an Oscar. You know what I mean? Some some of the some of the courtroom right. scenes are like verbatim. So I mean, it's accurate in so far as that's that cool. goes. Um, that's cool. But you know, like who knows what they talked about when they were like sitting around the table planning things. <laughs> you know, we don't have yeah. any idea what they actually said, but. Fair. Yeah, you're right. I'm, it's it's just like a, it's kind of like a mini series, right? It's like one season. Yeah, like seven episodes short. or something like that. And then yeah. uh, who else is there? David Schwimmer's there. Oh, um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Side note. Side note. I have a really and Jamie. First of all, Jamie loved that show because she likes true crime. But uh, she knows I have a real problem with David Schwimmer. Um, I can't <laughs> watch anything. I can't watch anything with David Schwimmer. I just start. La- I laugh at everything he does. Not intentionally. <laughs> it's just because his just his facial expression and just I don't know Ross like the idea that like he's just like always in the corner going Rachel <laughs> like I can't take and he's re- it's like this role is like super serious too and I just can't watch it. It is bloodbath. Uh, it's a super serious role, but he looks like old Ross. I mean, yes, yeah. So he's got like the gel back hair and everything. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, I saw that picture. It's horrifying. All right, it's bloodbath, right? Who's yeah, up next? bloodbath. What's your number three? Um, I actually just switched it in my head because uh, you had made a comment about rewatchability. So uh, this was going to be my, action, but it's actually, um, it's called Halt and Catch Fire. Um, it was on. I don't. I doubt anyone's heard of it. No. Nope. Uh, it nope, was on not. for. It 
It was on AMC for four seasons. I had never even heard of the show until they were like, hey, it's the final season. Um, it's on Netflix. Uh, it's got like 45 It's about uh, it's about a group of people. Uh, it starts The first season starts in like 1982. And it's about a group of people who are um, on like the forefront of like the computer industry. They're, uh, they're a bunch of like genius, they're a bunch of like crazy insane geniuses when it comes to computers, like they're like visionaries. So like, not really like Bill Gates-esque, but like something in that vein. Um, it's just this group of people, it's kind of a melodrama, but like the whole like first season is like, they're, they're trying to build the world's first laptop computer. And then like the second season, they're trying to basically start like, what would be like, uh, like, um, antivirus software. And then like the third season, it's them. Um, basically starting, like, what would be, like, the inner in the fourth season. Like, the show, the end of the fourth season uh, is in Um So, like, the whole, the show expands the entire, like, time period of, like, early computing. It's super interesting. The performances are, like, really, really, like, top-notch. Um, it's, like, genuinely, like, fascinating to watch. It's, like, I know it sounds, like, kind of dry, but, like, you got to watch it. Like, they're just, they're all these insane people. Like, if you, like, Mad Men or anything with like biz- like the billionaire show you were talking like it's like right up your alley like the same kind of like it's just these weird people with like it's uh, I can't really describe it you just have to go watch it it's got like 45 episodes I like found it one day on Netflix and I burned through it in like 72 hours dude AMC makes some good television man like honestly like I'd be interested in it is there any like uh is there anybody like uh famous in it yeah um uh like people toby that everybody huss. would know are famous uh maybe so like toby huss plays one <laughs> of the bosses uh and he's the voice of dale on king of the hill um That's but he's funny. really good in this he's it's a super dramatic role um he's awesome too um uh mackenzie davis um you probably recognize her uh if anyone's like that last terminator movie that just came out she played the blonde terminator um she's in it it's cool uh the show like starts in the 80s and goes throughout the 90s it's got like the show has like the best soundtrack i've ever heard it's like amazing like those songs that they pull um i don't know dude it's just like genuinely like fascinating like if anybody's ever watched mad men it's like sort of like mad men both like silicon valley uh if anybody watches silicon valley it's like it's a it's a lot like that too just not really not as funny it's way more right on But yeah, no, for sure, dude. Uh, you uh, you threw out your argument about rewatchability. Like I've rewatched the show like five or six um, because it is like really, there's only like so many episodes. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just uh, they just did a really good job of like finding like just an interesting story to tell out of like something that sounds mundane to a lot. That's pretty cool. I mean, like a lot of those a lot of those shows that sound like they're pretty dry. Like they find ways to manufactured drama and stuff like that so i'm sure that there's something keeping you watching there like yeah and drama like, in this I, I show, bloodbath on tv shows like drama in this show too is sort of like they spent like you know whatever six months building like a prototype for computer and like the one dude decides he wants to like use some kind of different like algorithm so like he just like walks in the room and smashes the computer into like like that kind of um, like craziness. That sounds like yeah, there's a lot know. of cocaine going on in that show. There, the like second a real season is very he- yeah. The second <laughs> season is very heavy with cocaine. Yeah, um, and it's also interesting because the show, like, um, like the like, it's specifically like, um, it, like I said, it starts in the '80s and like so. 
at that point, there's like two characters who are already like older, so they're in their like fifties or sixties, and there's a couple characters who are like finishing grad school. Um, and those are the, that's the same cast of characters that you follow. Like the show takes place over like ten or fifteen, and like so, it's just really interesting to see like everyone's different perspective on like computers and technology. And it's it's just it's interesting. I think everyone should watch it. Cool. Halt and Catch Fire, is that what it's called? Yeah, I gotta be honest, yeah. I thought, when you said On Halt Netflix. and Catch Fire, I thought it was gonna be like a, like an NBC-like cop show, you know? Same, same. Uh, Christopher nights. Titus popped into my head. <laughs> it's, a, it's a reference to, a, apparently, like a, you know, like whatever, like computing, you know, how they have all the commands and stuff like that. It's something that, like, if you, like, type Halt and Catch Fire in a computer, it, like, I don't know, destroys the mainframe. I don't know, some kind of code will like destroy the computer or something. Okay. Baller, we're gonna have to watch well, that. Episode. Uh, we all hang out shirtless. I'll try. Uh, I'll try not to type that into my computer while we're still recording here. All right. Um, number two. My number two, two. Yeah, my number two is the good place. Is that is uh, that yeah. really that good? I, I everybody keeps telling me to watch that, man. Yes. It's super good. Place good is yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Give me a give me give me like a two or three sentence synopsis like what it's about. Like just what it's uh, like about. Kristen Kristen Bell dies and goes to uh like heaven in air quotes. Um but like it's it things things are not as they seem, you know? It's one of those. But it's got like <laughs> Um, it has a really Ted good Danson's cast. Ted Danson's in it too, yeah. yeah. So like Ted Danson's good and everyone else in the cast is people that I'd never seen before and they're all just hilarious in their their characters. Like they're all really good. Um, and it's uh, it's funny. It's like really like genuinely funny. Um, it's like carrying the torch of like 30 Rock and like comedies like that. Sure. That's cool. I do like Thirty Rock a that whole lot, man. Sense. So it's like, it's, so it's like kind of like smart and goofy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. It's not like a, it's not the same type of show as Thirty Rock and stuff, but like, it's like the the title of like good comedy, like in like a half hour format, has been passed on to the Good Place. Now it's over, but the Good Place is so good. Wait, like the show's over? Yeah, it's finished. Fair. They, the they had run. they had a, a set story. Um, my understanding is that they had a set story when they started the series, and yeah. so they they just ran through it and made the show yeah. the way that they had written it instead That's of cool. trying to drag it out. Yeah, cool yeah. it fun. did it. It was a it was a really good show, and and Ted Danson's great in that show. Ted yeah. Danson's I mean, great in everything. My grandpa made me watch Becker when I was a little kid, so I've always been <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> like so I was like, yeah, yeah, Ted Danson from Becker. Yeah, I I mean I've I've told you guys this before, but like the hardest I've ever laughed was at like a random joke during a random episode of Becker, and I like there's no way I'll ever find it again, and it's like there's like a, there's like an empty there's like an empty void in my soul because I can't find the thing that made me laugh the hardest like I've ever laughed when I was like 15 years old. 
But Bro, I know you don't want to do this, but like you should search for a YouTube compilation of Becker's greatest hits. <laughs> see, just see, just see if you can find it. Because now I want to know what made you laugh. It's been Becker it's been so long. It's been so long without any kind of context. There's no way I'll even <laughs> recognize it when I do see it. But that's funny. Anyway, uh, the Good Place has like such a cool. Um, concept of like the afterlife because it's not just as simple as heaven and hell um that's not like a spoiler you'll you would find that out in the first like 15 minutes of watching it but um it's yeah it's just really good and all like the the main cast of like six characters is so funny they're all really good yeah, dude. So, yeah. Um, that that's a show that Jamie uh, fell in love with. Um, you know, there we have a habit like uh, I'll be at work or something like that. And I'll come home and she'll be watching something that I had no interest in checking out whatsoever. And like I'll just kind of be sitting, like looking at my phone while she's finishing up, and she'll be like halfway through an episode. And that was the way it was in the good place. And like I got hooked on it. Like she she was like, "Dude, this show is really good." And I was like, "Eh, like whatever." Like I'm not super into like Kristen. Uh, or whatever it is and yeah. uh but yeah oh i am yeah dude like i we, we were like two or three episodes because i kind of knew what the like twist was going to be obviously like you said you kind of find out in the first episode um but like it just it goes so far in another direction and like they just explore it they just keep going further and further and further and like yeah. dude it's it's got to be like the best written television show that's been on it's uh, real good it's like it's super creative yeah it, it's like legitimately funny. The concept itself is really creative in the, in the yeah. way that they tell the story. It's um, way more creative than a half hour comedy is usually. Right. Cool. Like yeah. Aaron, Aaron, I would it's a dying breed. Aaron, I would say like for someone that likes Rick and Morty, you should definitely check that show out. Cause like it, I'd say yeah, it definitely dude, lots get, of people say it's cool. I, but I would say it gives Rick and Morty a run for like being more like creative almost. Like, like, it's interesting. Yeah. All right. uh, That was my number two. Aaron, what's your number two? All right. So all I'm saying is there, there's a reason why this isn't number one, right? There's a very clear, knowledgeable understanding as to why this cannot be my favorite show of all time. But I picked Game of Thrones as my number two. Um, <laughs> just, just, okay, chill out, guy who just <laughs> talked about all, I don't even remember what your TV show's name was. Anyways, <laughs> so I, 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 and I've, I've made it very clear with all of you how, how deeply, deeply painful it was to watch that last season for me. Just like the last two seasons, just, just wind out of my sails. Like, I've gained 30 pounds since that finale, man, and I'm blaming <laughs> all of it on that finale. Like, <laughs> that's, I, now I'm like, oh, shit, you said that as a joke, but, like, maybe that's real. So, anyways, so, like, what, what I will say to defend Game of Thrones is I have never <laughs> been so completely absorbed in a television show. Like, I, I, I don't think there is a, a better written drama 
uh, in the history of television. I, I think uh, the cinematography is great. Everything it's it's written like uh, 11 out of 10 for the dialogue. Again, for most of the show, um, it, it was like lost in the sense that there's like a lot of mystery, uh, but that you could make sense of it. Um, because it was kind of like controlled by the the narrative like you know it was it was just a really well put together show it was super mysterious edge of your seat entertainment for a long time and so for that reason specifically i had to put it on my list because it, i i absolutely thought that it was going like 20 years down the road I would be talking about how that is my favorite television show of all time. And it deeply, deeply saddens me that I'll never look at that show as even like a top 10 TV show of all time, just because of how boring the fucking ending was, dude. Like I, I was, I was so fucking sad. Like I was so sad and, and, it, but it's on my list because uh, at its best, it is the best written show of all time. It's the best acted show of all time. Um, you know, outside of, you know, a couple other TV shows, it's, it's, it's just, there's not a better story, you know? It, so I'll, I'll stop, I'll, I'll get off my rant, but Game of Thrones is my number two because of what it meant to me, uh, when, when I was really into it. Yeah, I, I, I completely 100% agree with that. Game of Thrones, uh, wasn't on my list because I kind of figured someone else would bring it up. Yep. But I totally agree with that. And uh, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but taking a big sniff, smelling my own farts, as someone who read the books. <laughs> yep, yep, um, yep, 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 yep. Game of, Game of Thrones is one of the like very few things where like the TV show is like Close. just as good or even better sometimes than the books. 100%. Yep, 100%. Like, it's the only there's... thing that's like ever done that, really. Like, for real. Well, uh not to get off on a tangent, but the Lord of the Rings books are fucking terrible and the movies are incredible. <laughs> but um, anyway, the, the Game of Thrones TV show, while it was following the book material, which is one of the big problems, I think, was like... Yeah, 100% the was biggest problem they rated to. Pretty much, pretty much perfect. Like a yeah, perfect adaptation. All mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all the like, like the casting and like all the acting and everything was like incredible. Like every single person who's on Game of Thrones killed it all the time. Killed it. Killed it. Every single row. The guy who played Hodor played Hodor, Hodor better than anybody else in the world could have played Hodor. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? They yeah. just, they, they, they ran it into the ground. And, and I think, I, I think time will show that, you know, 10, 20 years from now, when people don't talk about that shit anymore. Like th th that'll be the reason why. Go ahead, Alan. You look like you want to make a point. So so I, I guess what I'm saying here is Game of Thrones is my number one. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just, I am just shocked by the baby whining that is going uh, on uh, right now. Uh -oh. about this guy picked humans. A, he picked humans. Two seasons. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let him, let him so go. Let I'm him brilliant, Aaron. Okay? I'm brilliant. <laughs> um, you know, Game of Thrones, though, right? I get it. People weren't, they were dissatisfied with the last two seasons. I think that's a problem with them more so than it is a problem with the show. I mean, Go on. Certainly, certainly there are things that could have been done differently in Game of Thrones. I, I think that I can agree. be said for, I, I think that can be there. said for any sort of epic adventure show, though, or epic adventure story for that matter. There are always going to be, you know, turns that, maybe you would have written differently or you think would have looked better, di 
you know, shot a different way. But I, I think that when you look at Game of Thrones from beginning to end, like like you guys have been saying, the acting, spot on. Uh, the screenplay, spot on. The camera work, spot on. Um, you know, uh, so a couple weeks storylines at the end of a show, uh, I, I'm not holding that against it. Top to bottom, Game of Thrones is the best TV show, I think, of all time. Yeah, um, it's 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 it's. I mean, like like I said, it's it's definitely on the cusp, even with how bad it ended to me. Um, I, like I said, I think that's like the one like thing like people think when somebody says they didn't like the end of Game of Thrones. The first thing they always say is, "Okay, so I understand the subplots were weird, and this shouldn't have happened, and this shouldn't have happened, and blah blah blah." But like the writing got bad, the shooting got bad, the acting got bad. And it didn't feel like the same TV show. It felt like a completely different TV show. I don't well, know. I, th- I think that the issue was the dialogue, right? And dialogue yes. yeah, difficult sure. to write. And when they couldn't, when they it couldn't wasn't peel for dialogue seven years from or pre-written. Well, I mean, because yeah. they peeled lines out of the books, and they didn't have to write the, the majority of the dialogue. That's not my. But fault. when they that's that's their well, fault. no, <laughs> that's, that's no. Not but me. I mean. No, but I, I mean, I just don't think that the dialogue was so bad that it detracted from the show. And I don't think the camera work was bad. I think the camera work was great in the last couple some, seasons. They had some like they yeah, had some incredible like, shots in the last yeah, couple seasons. No, I, yeah, I, I will. Yeah. I, I will agree with that. Like it looked pretty. Yeah, like it. It was really cool. The other thing I think that yeah, once they weren't able to use the book um, dialogue, and once because Game of Thrones was a slow show. For yep. the first right. several seasons, it was correct. It was time for like long conversations and like whole episodes where people didn't fight each other and stuff like that. And they got into this problem, which like they're running into in the books too, if the books are still being worked on, where there's so many plots going on at the same time and they started to run out of time on the show. And if they yep. had done the last two seasons in four seasons instead of two, I don't think we would be complaining as much. We might still no, be talking probably, about, yeah. we yeah, might still be talking about like awesome. dialogue that sounds cheesy or like character choices and like, uh, like what some of the characters did. Um, I think they actually went pretty faithfully with what George told them to do. Like, I agree I don't with think, that. I don't think George was just like, nah, fuck it end the show how you so, want to end the show like just so the way what he said, said was that it's the same but different but the same but different but the which same, means but everything different. which means everything ended the way he had in mind yeah. but they took a different path to get there right all right we 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 we, we could save a game of thrones for more stuff i love the conversation love the dialogue alan you're fucking wrong all right but it's uh alan's it's it's alan's turn one more thing. I want to agree with okay. Alan here because I'm like some of we're all being hypocritical because everyone in this room loves the show Lost as far as I know. And I'll mute Bloodbath for he a second. But yeah, Lost he was had, too busy watching all catch fire. Lost had the exact same show that or problem that Game of Thrones had where yes, it did. like, well, yeah, pretty much the exact same like timeline. And we all love Lost and probably still love Lost. So complaining about Game of Thrones for making the same mistakes as Lost is kind of hypocritical. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, 
I what I will say to defend Lost in that situation is at least they were true to their characters until the very end. Everybody in Game of Thrones like just changed. But yeah. I mean, in response to that, I guess that people change. So, you know, I Game mean, of Thrones would have made those changes and they would have felt good if they would have happened over the course of a few more seasons. And not, again, not, right. not my fault. Not, that's not my fault. That's not yeah, my fault. that's true. All right. All right. Uh, Alan, I blame Bran. I, I Alan, we got your bloodbath. We got your number one. Alan, what's your what was your number two? Uh, my number two is uh, last week tonight. I think that oh, uh, man, with I John Oliver. That. I love that show, dude. You're right. You're it's, right. You're right. That, that show's great. I, I follow that pretty religiously, man. I really enjoy that show. You're right. That's that's definitely taking the place as my. It's the same way that I show. feel about felt about the Daily Show. Yeah, you know, so back just in the day, ask. like you know, every time it comes on, I want to make sure that I'm there to watch it. Yeah, um, I have it, HBO it, specifically so I can watch that show. Like I pay yeah. like twenty dollars a month to watch last week tonight. And I still pay for it when it's not on the air, so I don't have to redo everything when last week tonight comes back. I, I love that shit. Is that? Yeah, no. All right, I great. was going to ask uh, is that show carrying the same type of like role that The Daily Show used no, to carry? It's, I, it's way more I informative. Think it does. So I, I don't know about that. I think that it serves the same purpose, but in a different yes. way. So whereas The yep. Daily Show did like this is your nightly news broadcast. Yeah. Um, and it, it informed people that way. It made it made the issues interesting enough that people would sit and watch it for half an hour. And John Oliver does the same thing, but he picks particular issues. He still does like a, a rundown of like, you know, he, he'll do three hey, or four, this week? two yeah. or three minute second segments about what's going on this week and what the big news stories are. But then he picks a big topic that he reviews. Um extensively that his team researches yeah fairly critically yeah it's a little bit more like if the uh if the daily show is sort of um um a parody of the nightly news uh john oliver's more of a parody of like 60 minutes right yeah um, yeah. yeah that's a very good way to put it that is a good comparison. and it's it definitely it's definitely the spiritual successor to like the daily show um and it's i mean i agree it's awesome i haven't uh i haven't watched it like I've never watched uh, last week oh, bro, tonight. You have so much, oh. cool, so many cool oh, things great. to go watch, dude. Yeah, you just you just bought yourself something awesome to just like binge watch. Actually, I like how we're talking about the Daily Show like it's dead, but like Trevor Noah's hosting the Daily Show right now, and Trevor Noah's awesome. He's oh, good. Man. Heavy, He's good. heavy disagree. Um, heavy disagree. It doesn't. It um, doesn't have the same place in in American culture that it used to. Yeah, the Daily that's, Show. That's, that's, correct. that's what I. That's what I meant. Like. um yeah. I feel like last week tonight took over that kind of thing that everyone watches uh, as like it's it's weird to say, but like an alternative source of news that the Daily Show well, used to be. And if I, I may, you know, the current Daily Show. Well, but if I may, too, I think that's like also like, OK, the Daily Show is awesome, but it's like uh, and I'm not trying to like I don't want to get political, but it's like, you know, with with like the Trump and the Trump years, it's sort of like. It's, 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 it's too insane. Like, you know, however satirical you want to be, it's like reality is way more out unbelievable than the jokes that they could be making. And I think that last week, I think last, that's why last week tonight is so awesome because it takes, it's, it's approach is so different. And it's like, no, 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 we know everything's insane and crazy. 
So I want to tell you about this one specific story that's really insane. Like, and, right. and, I don't know, and just, John it, Oliver's it, it, funny as fuck. Yeah, he's real yeah, good. He's great. Okay. Uh, Bloodbath. What was your number two? <laughs> uh, dude, like, I, I had a really hard time with this. Um, and I'm going to kind of cheat a little bit, uh, but I think we've all kind of cheated a little bit on the last one with the, uh, like, crocodile and alligator and uh, um, jellyfish, like, you know, kind of mold it, like, bringing, like, two sides of the same coin together. Um, I'm going to say Workaholics and uh, Broad City. As sort Hold of like on. one. So, kind so of... like, when did Workaholics came out? Because I was I was in college, man. Like, it was yeah, that 2010. Are you sure? I I'm, I'm like 100% I swear sure they came out when I was in college. Uh, uh, double check, man. I'm no 2010. Work, Workaholics originally aired in 2011. Weird. Yeah, Weird. Dude, I feel like I I feel like I watched Workaholics in high school, but apparently not. <laughs> no, it came That's out when funny. I was in college, man. That's weird. So. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna put work I'm gonna kind of put workaholics and like Broad City kind of together because it's the same show ones with guys ones with women like it's they're the same characters almost um, and my biggest like for that period of time like I like no like there was no show there was nothing on TV making me laugh harder than both of those shows like legitimately like lost my like shit watching episode after episode. Um, it, uh, also, too, like, just kind of, um, you know, like, finishing college around the same time and, like, especially Workaholics, like, being a show about uh, guys out, just out of college uh, but not quite uh, mature yet. Um, just that lifestyle, uh, that kind of, like, yep. um, fr- uh, fraternity lifestyle. Uh, I just, I don't know, man, that, like, just hit the sweet it spot for everybody. It resonated at the time, man. Yeah, dude. For totally. sure. Yeah, that show's fucking brilliant, man. I really, really, really like that show. Like the first, I think it's, I think it's got eight seasons altogether, but like uh, for sure, like the first five seasons, like there was never an episode that came on that I didn't laugh my ass off. Uh, the, the episode where Daniel Stern guest stars is uh, amazing. <laughs> I think everybody needs to watch that one specifically. Uh, and then like Broad City too, like um, literally again, like it's the same show, just with different characters, but Broad City is uh, hilarious. I like, I laughed just as hard at that one. Um, if nobody's watched it, uh, check out season one episode two um i think that's like the best representation of that show it, it you'll like yeah <laughs> no that's a good number two man yeah i i could have been convinced workaholics came out when i was like 19 years old that's crazy i was it feels like it feels like that for sure <laughs> it was also like on for quite a long time right yeah it's it was on for a while what did you say Seven seasons, like eight seasons 86 episodes all right, Alan's our IT guy. Nice, whatever he's doing, just like, keep doing that, dude. You're I got, I got my computer set up. I'm at my, I'm at my workstation. Oh, I promise, I don't care how you're doing it. Just you know, keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like and like, I don't know. Like both shows too, I think we do a really good job of, um, like, uh, I, I just like any comedy. I think that like is able to like kind of make fun of their uh, of the main character of the main cast, like in a in a clever enough way, I think is really good. It's like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I think for us, like the big, like the big, huge comedy, like TV show, that still like, you know, resonates. It's like, it's always sunny. And obviously we couldn't pick that one, but I just, I think that like, these are two shows that like definitely try and get, go against that mold. Like, I feel like every like good comedy that comes around, there's oh, like every, 
you know, every year there's like three or four copycats, and I just feel like those two shows, like nobody could really uh, do what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, great workaholics fucking, great good. too, man. Good pick. Yep. All right, I always here like we are. I always I liked workaholics a little bit less. Um, just it was like it's kind of abrasive. I guess, <laughs> like, it was funny, very, but it, it, it's very abrasive. Yeah, it's funny, but like, it made me uncomfortable. Um, just how like, uh, what's that guy's name? Adam. Um, yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like super funny, but he also makes me very uncomfortable, and it's really <laughs> hard for me to watch workaholics. Said every woman about Adam. Yeah, <laughs> no, but you're right. It's like it's like that uh that uh Steve Carell in the Office factor where you're just like you know like a laugh is coming, but you got to be squeamish for like thirty seconds. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you. Have to well, like, it, laugh. That's true. All right, bloodbath. And I feel it's like one show that like. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on to uh, number ones. Um. This is going to be interesting because I, unless like a couple, no, we already know Alan's number one, but. So do um, I get, do I get two honorable mentions since I've already given my no, number we'll, one? No, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about fair. your number one and like, we won't argue about it. We'll talk about all the good things about it. You know, not, we don't have oh, to go as extensively, but we'll, we'll just like be like, yeah, okay, here's what's awesome about it. For sure. We can, we can do that. Um, yeah, for so, number one, uh, it's all inclusive. My, my number one, um, and this is like. Gun to my head, I probably I liked Game of Thrones more when I was watching it, but like we already talked about Game of Thrones. Um, I think this is like arguably the best TV show in the last ten years, and that's Atlanta. It's my number one. Uh, Damn it, Dave watched that means I gotta watch. I was gonna put that on my list. Damn, is it that good? It is. It's every every episode is fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. Fuck, we're gonna watch it. Uh, Netflix and Hulu, I think. Oh, okay, cool. Hell yeah, easy then. Um, all right, fine. I need a new show. All right, cool. Everybody yeah. says it's the best. It's is Donald Glover awesome in it? Yeah, he's great. His uh, his friend, the rapper in the show, is great. Um, like everyone is great. Uh, what's that guy's name? Like Lakeith Stanfield, he's great. Um, yeah, it's it's really good, and it's like it kind. It, that's like the thing that like changed my mind about. Uh, Donald Glover being more than just like, because I don't I don't really like his music that much, and the only other thing I'd really seen him in was Community, and I was like, okay, this guy's funny, but okay, what else? What's he got? Um, but Atlanta is great. Like, whatever he, he chooses for, uh, to do, huh? He wrote, he wrote for Thirty Rock for the first couple of seasons too, I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know much about that side of stuff. Um, but yeah, he's. He's awesome in it, and every single episode is like fucking professional, awesome TV. It's just would really you classify good. it? Would you classify it as like a comedy, or is it like no, more like a drama? It's, it's a drama, but it's funny because okay. like the the characters are funny because they're like you know they're just funny people inside of a drama. Um, it's about people who have like difficult lives, you know, and it's got like that. Uh anyone who watched Louie, like it has that thing that I loved about Louie where they, he'd be in like regular situations, but it would start to get surreal. Um, yeah. I was about to say the same thing. 
there's an episode of Atlanta where he goes to a barber shop and he's like just waiting for his barber to be ready to cut his hair and it just like gets fucking surreal like um in a weird way that Louis also did really well um but there's also like so many episodes where it's just like you know people in kind of difficult situations trying to get by um it's real good uh yeah, dude. Um, uh, it it is weird because there are there are like weird little points where it gets surreal. Because um, the episode where they go to the club, um, like at the end of the episode, out of nowhere, like a bunch of people get hit by a car at the end in the parking lot, but yeah. it's an invisible car, and they don't ever mention it. Like, yeah, it it, it makes it completely out of left field, and it makes no sense. And it it is just like a surreal, um, thing. And it, it's interesting, too, because, like, somebody, like, when that show first came out, I was, like, hearing a lot of podcasts, people talk about it and, like, reading things about it. And it's, like, someone, like, made the comment, um, it's not, you know, it's it's about it's about an up-and-coming rapper and, like, kind of, like, the music industry a little bit. But, like, they're very, they're, like, very apathetic and, like, they're, like, they're, like, they, they don't really try very hard at, like, making music. And, like, someone pointed out, it's, like, well, yeah, like, they're all depressed. And it's, like, you watch a show with, like, that lens, and you're like, oh, dude, man, this is, like, yeah, it's a real, like, mindfuck of a TV show as far as, like, the acting and the performances go. Because then you do kind of, like like you're saying, Dave, it, it is, like, very much about people struggling uh, more than anything yeah. else. And yeah, it's, it's very... It's, it's not like a, like... It's not like the wire level of, like, struggling i don't think but they they do have like difficult lives and i hadn't heard about that lens of just like seeing it like they're depressed like they just like fucking lay around all day long and like don't do things that they're supposed to do uh it's good good show oh, fuck. Am, yeah am i am i depressed <laughs> <laughs> most likely sir yep 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 uh all this right one's... go ahead so that was my number one. Uh, Aaron, what's your number one? Okay, so <clears throat> this obviously isn't better than Game of Thrones if Game of Thrones didn't piss me off so much. Um, but I think front to back, this show is is uh, fucking just br- brilliant. And it was one of those shows that like really stunned me how much I enjoyed it. And it's uh, Silicon Valley. Like, I, I, I absolutely love that fucking show. Uh, it's written by Mike Judge, who is... To, to, to me, just just an absolute genius. Like he he has very very few duds. Uh, it's like Bloodbath said. It's like when he was talking about his show. Like it's like it's like you're on the cutting room floor of the biggest like sort of like uh, industrial like or technological like comp, uh, complex in fucking the entire United States. And uh, everybody in the show is fucking awesome. I wish I could remember their names off the top of my head, but I really can't. It's all people that I really only recognize from that show. Um, but it's like, like I said, yeah, yeah, for a little bit, you know what I mean? Before they kicked him off the show, which sucks because he was actually really, really funny in it. Um, but yeah, but, like, like I said, but it, he also just... he also very much deserved to get kicked <laughs> off the show. Yeah, he he's a he's a he's a fucking Martin idiot, Star. bro. You hear that? You listening to this, dude? Like, we all hate you. So anyways, so, like, yeah, it, I I loved him, but, you, you know, like, sometimes you just, you know, 
you, you can't be like that kind of person in real life and like just expect to get away with everything. Um, but just back to the show in itself, like a, a, every season, it was like it, it almost made me feel like the way like uh, like uh, like like Breaking Bad made me feel where it just got to this like it was so incredibly intense at some moments that it, it was it was a comedy show that was or it, it was a thriller that was disguised as a comedic television show like when it was at its most intense it was just like fucking gripping and it was very very funny it was very very relatable um i, I you know like i said hey to me hbo puts out like good products all the time and so does mike judge and uh like i said every season every season was better than the season prior to it it was it was just good all the way through it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger just like breaking bad and i i really like it when they tell a story like that like just yeah like yeah i cannot say enough things about it i'll uh i'll stop ranting i think bloodbath seen it but i don't know if anybody else has I've Only not seen watched seen several episodes. Yeah, I, I, I just—it's just front to back. It's just ten out of ten. I, I absolutely loved it. I've really stopped watching TV a lot in like, let's say, like the last like five or six years. I, I don't watch it like I used to. Um, but I would be stoked every time I heard a new season of a uh, Silicon Valley was coming out. It's like really the only one of only like two TV shows I paid attention to. Like I said, in the last like five years, and I just absolutely loved it. Yeah, I um I only ever saw the clip um probably one of probably the most famous clip I guess when they're like calculating how many dicks you could jack off at the same time. <laughs> and that was like that was like the funniest thing ever to me, but I like never just never followed up on it, but it's it's seemed like a really funny show. It, it is. And, and and like I said it's not just that. Like you uh like uh, oh fuck, time out. When did you know what? I'm not going to ruin anything. We'll talk about this afterwards. But yeah, it's 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 just like it, no, we won't. We won't. I'm not going to ruin anything in case I'm wrong. But um, yeah, it's 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 just like like watching Breaking Bad or like Weeds or like some show where just like a regular person just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper into deeper into something that, like The Big Lebowski, just deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into something that they really don't have any power to control. And uh, it's 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 so fucking intense. Sometimes you're just like oh shit and you never get that out of like a 30 minute comedy like ever there, there's never been a comedy show that's like that like you know boundaries that line between that and yeah you're right i i thought it was just like a straight up comedy i've never seen that episode but i'll definitely check it out all right alan what's your number two or number one game of thrones bro game of thrones oh that's right game of thrones uh, any other comments about Game of Thrones? Um, it's sweet. Aaron sucks. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I didn't. I, that's all. I didn't say anything about Game of Thrones earlier, but like I will throw out there, uh, I was super late on the Game of Thrones bandwagon, um, and I have since rewatched the this like we re we rewatched the entire show probably once a year at our house. Um, and I'll just say, man, like, I, I can't agree with more as far as, like, the dip in quality in the last two seasons. There's definitely something there that's not, like, firing in all cylinders. That being said, like, the most interesting part of that show was the White Walkers. And, like, they just, like, you know, blew that aside at, like, the end. That aside. Well, I mean, like, it just ended. Like, I just thought there was going to be more to it. Like, 
but also too, like that's the only interesting part of that show to me. Like I could care less about like who sits on the throne or any of that. Like it, it was all about the White Walkers. Once that was over, like I just like the the next the last like three episodes or two episodes or whatever it was. I was just like this. Like it doesn't even feel like it's a show anymore. I'm with you. So, but what I did promise was that I would only say good things about Game of Thrones. And what I will say, and what I said when I, I, I made it my number two. Like you know, like I'm, 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 I'm trying to be fair about this. Like when it's at its best, there's not a better show that's ever been made. When, when it's at its best, it's the best. It's like what The Simpsons is to me. When it's at its best, it's at its it, best. Yeah, absolutely hit the top quality of like the best episode of The Wire, the best episode of Breaking Bad, the best episode of Game of Thrones. It's all at the same quality. Like there's, it can't be any better than that. And it just pains me to think that there will probably be like a, that there won't ever be like another, like a medieval, like fantasy, you know, type show that'll ever be as good as what that show was. Like, you know, I, I just, when, when you watch that show, it's like, how will anything ever be made that's this good? And you're like, well, maybe they'll make something like that, but, you know, with a better ending. But to me, it's just like, can you make anything that good ever again? You know, I so I totally agree. It's just the if best. If you live like 20 or 30 or 40 more years, they'll remake it. <laughs> well, I mean, no. like, uh, yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a, it's weird. They, they're totally going to remake like everything that's ever been successful. They're going to remake Breaking Bad. Oh yeah. Yep. You're gonna remake the Game of Thrones or the Lord of the Rings movies? <laughs> yeah. They're, gonna yeah, do that. they're already uh, doing that, aren't they? They're doing no, they're it doing on Amazon. They're doing a TV yeah. show. Yeah. But. All right, uh, Bloodbath. What's your number one? Uh, I mean, you know, you kind of mentioned it. Uh, all controversy, all controversy, I got all controversy aside. Um. I, I totally respect everybody who's going to have an issue with this, and I separate the art from the artist, but, uh, uh Louis. Yeah, yeah, no, Louis's great. Yeah, Shit. no, Louis, Louis's fucking awesome, man. But I also feel like that came out when I was in college. That's all I'm going to say, and so that gives it very little leeway for when it came out. Bloodbath, when did it come out? Uh, ju- uh June of 2010. Alright, oh, fair enough. Okay. That's all I needed to hear. Um, yeah. Cool. yeah. Louis's fucking awesome. It was such a good show. Yeah, it's been, but it's been gone for so long that I didn't even think about it when I was yep, like same. doing this. Yeah, same. Louis, that was an awesome show. I like yep. genuinely look forward to every drop of like a new season of Louis. Same. Yeah, it was it was a big deal for me. Uh, every I've got the first two seasons on DVD. I've rewatched them a bunch. Uh, that's another show too. Like every season, like was good. Like I wouldn't say that they every season kept getting like better. There's definitely like some like stuff in the middle but i'm kind of like eh, whatever but um it was always good like i i and it totally was different than any other like t- like any other tv show that was on like it, there's nothing like louie like it's, you've like, never you said, seen like, anything parts... like it yeah no it, it's surreal it like deconstruct like all the jokes are like deconstructed and like told backwards almost like yeah every vignette is like totally just you know he can do every like vignette or like episode or whatever you want to call it. Like he can do something completely different, almost like a sketch, but like not really a sketch. Like it, it's just, I don't know, dude, like it's, it's the, I don't know. It's like the best show I think, you know, ever personally, um, especially in this, like, you know, the, after the 2010s, like I think it, you know, and yeah, I just love it. It like touches, it like touches me on like another level. And then since Louie, I like, 
maybe someone who like deconstructs TV better than I can would disagree, but I think like uh, Atlanta feels like Louis. Uh, Master Master of None feels like Louis. Yep. Um, it definitely. Did, I feel has like has anybody ever watched? Uh, did you ever watch the Mark Maron TV show? Uh, I think it's just called Maron. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah, dude. I did. Legit, like it's just like a Louis. It's like yeah, a Louis. It's, it's, it's like almost. the exact same it's, thing. He's it's just Louis not as funny. with Mark Maron's neuroses yeah. <laughs> instead of Louis's yeah. neuroses. Yeah. yeah. It's it's less it. surreal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely awesome. Awesome show. Yeah, All those shows totally were ones I was also considering putting on the list. Like, uh, uh Master None Wait. I almost put on. I didn't like that. Wait, why do you think I would be so combative with your list? I pretty much agreed with most of it. I just, I, I'm just out of curiosity. Do you think I like? Uh, I'm just out of we curiosity. We haven't got to the honorable. We haven't got to the honorable mention. Oh, I know exactly what you're gonna <laughs> fucking say, you piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, you do. I know all three of you are gonna say this fucking show, and I'm gonna fucking be so mad. But I won't. All right. Well, go ahead, Dave. All right. Whenever you're ready, man. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, Dave. that's a good, a uh, good time to get to honorable mentions. My honorable yep. mention is my honorable mention is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine's uh, very funny. It's uh, now that now that the good place is over, it's the best comedy going on right now, um, and I think it's just as good as the good place uh, when it's like firing. It has uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is more of like the successor to like 30 rock i think um than like uh the good place was but like every everybody on the good place or everyone on brooklyn 99 is extremely funny in their roles like terry cruz is hilarious on brooklyn 99 um the two fat cops <laughs> like the the old detectives are so funny they're on screen for like 30 <laughs> seconds every episode but they're they always kill it like, uh, shout like, out to like, uh, Joe Lo Truglio. Yeah, he's hilarious. Um, yeah, and uh, the captain, Captain Holt, is like one of my favorite TV characters, um, especially in comedies. He's so funny all the time. He's super funny. And uh, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, wasn't there like a a doubt sometime about whether Andy Samberg is like actually good? Um, at like carrying his own thing. I mean, none of us, I didn't because I think hot rods hilarious, but like <laughs> actually there's... just between you and I, I, I don't even really think he's like the best part of that show. Personally. I, I think it's the side uh, character doesn't make it, you know what I mean? I don't think he really carries he's, it. Like he's, he's funny, not the, but like he's, he's not like, he's not like Michael Scott carrying the show, but like, sure. He's, as a main character, is he doing a better job yeah, than I thought really he would good. do? he's really good. He's really good as the main character. Sure. And I, like, I love Andy Samberg, man, for real. He, it felt like he was getting into that like, that zone of like old SNL people where they're like, oh shit, this guy can't exist outside of SNL, but he, no, he's awesome. He, he yeah. can. It's very funny. Uh, yeah, that show's great. Captain Holt MVP. <laughs> MVP um, Michael Bumpus on Chelsea Captain Holt. Chelsea Peretti always funny every time she says something on that show. Dude, I love Brooklyn Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, and it definitely changed my opinion on Andy Samberg 100. percent And that's like one of those shows too. Like it's um, ah, dude, that I I almost have trouble watching that show because it's so like layered with like jokes on jokes on jokes that like I mm -hmm. almost like it's almost like ex like kind of exhausting to watch. I'm with him. I'm. I'm not. I don't think it's the best, but like, it's definitely very, very good. 
It's going to be interesting to see what they do because because of the George Floyd stuff. Oh yeah, the dude, they said they Matter were doing stuff. something. Yeah, they, they said they were going to like retool their season to uh, cater yeah, they, to they had a, that. Yeah, they had a bunch of episodes and they just like threw them in the trash yep. and they like yep. remade. They wow, said they're going to really? go in a yeah, but... go in a kind of different direction with the show and then the show's going to end soon. Well, yeah, I mean, like what oh, they're damn. what they're, what they're normal what they're like normalizing is like uh, cops as like you know, like nice, funny, cool people when that's probably not the right message that they should be sending right now. So I'm like really, really, really interested to see what they do with it because they could either nail it on the head or it could be really, really weird. I I, I don't know, but I'm I'm, I'm excited to see it. I, I trust that they'll do a decent job. I actually watched the first uh, two seasons um, after the George <laughs> Floyd uh, thing happened. And there there's like so many jokes about like, like, violence and like police training and like bragging about how many people you killed and stuff like that so it's really not Ooh. surprising that they had Ooh, to yeah scrap a bunch of stuff uh and good on them for realizing like hey this is like not kosher anymore cool yeah no no totally agree all right uh aaron honorable mention uh this is the only show well okay i guess i did say rick and morty but like this is like the only real show that i pay attention to anymore um and that's barry i, I don't know if you guys have seen it but it's, it's oh absolutely yeah fucking incredible dude like bill Hader is like it's like what you said about donald glover earlier like yeah you got impressions bill Hader, but like what do you really got and he's phenomenal on the show uh fucking henry winkler just the yeah. best like just who just ever would have thought i mean he won a fucking emmy for this i think it was the second season of that show he he is the my favorite fucking character in that show and uh again it goes in and I, and I think like you know i think this is what i really like in terms of like scenarios like the things that i watch i really like finding like you know stereotypically like normal people just getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper like that show is just like like i said just like breaking Bad, just like silicon valley where it's just like it's it's pretty funny and like sometimes it's just like straight up like intense as fuck i also will say uh that steven root is in that show and he is the most underrated uh actor in the history of everything like yeah he's just he's so good and he's very 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 good in that show um, he's excellent in everything yeah yeah he, he's he's just the best um i like how dave's like i don't really know actors or anything but like i know who steven root is i know dude, <laughs> steven steven roots uh steven roots the the stapler guy i know him yeah, 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 bro. And, uh, yeah. He's in Get Out, love. like, Ellis yeah, he's in <laughs> and also, Dodgeball too. Yeah, also Stephen Roots, Stephen Roots in, Stephen Roots in like four of the fifteen movies I've ever seen. So, <laughs> yeah, and he's <laughs> and he's great on King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyways, like, so that's that. Uh, we'll get off it, but that's my honorable mention. I, I think Barry's awesome, and again, it's the only TV show I really follow anymore. Um stoked to uh see how this goes because it's it's fucking awesome and then again just like shout out to bill Hader for like you know going beyond my expectations of what he was capable of he's absolutely fucking brilliant in that show absolutely yeah. brilliant. i watched the first uh uh maybe five or six episodes and lost track because i just don't watch tv much but i really enjoyed it when i was watching it agree bill Hader like is awesome in the show yeah he is he's and he's in it and if anything it like totally like it's like when you watch louis like uh and then you watch him do stand-up like you have a like more of a firm appreciation for like his stand-up 
uh, just based on how you see him as like a real person to some degree in that TV show. It's the same thing with Bill Hader. You go back and you watch his old SNL stuff. It gives you a much finer appreciation for who he is as an actor when you can see him go and do something like that. And then you see him be funny. It, like I said, that's that's a well-rounded actor right there. It's not easy to be funny all the time. And he makes that look easy. And then he made the serious acting look easy. Like, yeah, nothing but respect. Dude deserves an Emmy more than fucking Henry Winkler. <laughs> but, you know. Henry Winkler has like Henry Winkler is like sneakily put together like a great supporting res. actor yep. roles yep. after solid he stopped resume. being a big star. Cover mm-hmm. Winkler and bees. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, I I mean I'll oh. always I'll always remember him as the lawyer in uh, um, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Yep. Oh yeah, he's so good. No, he's just he's awesome. Henry and, Winkler uh, is the principal in Scream, and he dies. And he is. Just, I'm just saying, like, as far as you're saying about, like, just great supporting, like, role, like, yeah, just randomly he's the principal in Scream. Yeah. And fucking Parks and Rec. He played uh, John Ralphio's dad, like, the lawyer. That was awesome. My, my kids are just awful. My... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just awful. I've never done anything wrong in my All right. life. All right, yeah, Alan, yeah, give us yeah. a... Give us an I honorable know, mention, Alan. Yeah, let's go. Oh, I had it written down. Hang on. Oh, crap. I went outside. It's all right, guys. Bloodbath is going to use his oh, mouth to fulfill this stranger thing. jazz music. Oh, Stranger ah, Things. Honorable mention to Stranger Things. Man, yeah, Stranger yeah, Things is so good. good. Yeah, Stranger Things is good, dude. Solid call, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, it didn't make Love the top that three because... And, you know, there hasn't been the second season is weird. Well, I mean, I don't mind weird. Like, it's Stranger Things. It's gonna be fucking weird. But there's three is, seasons. I, three seasons. Oh, right. Three seasons. Yeah. That's right. No, I just thought the second season was weird. That's all. No, oh, I love, I love Stranger Things, dude. Like, that's like been a cult around a cult phenomenon in our house. Like. My only like thing, I and I like I almost put it on my list, but the the one thing that like caught, that uh, took it off for me was just like there's just not enough seasons yet. Like I just don't know. Right. At the end of, thir- of season three, I'm just like it could just get it could get awful. It could very <laughs> easily be bad. It could Game of Thrones itself. I would tell you that the the big reason that I actually did watch Stranger Things, which is one of the less than five TV shows I've watched in the last several years. The reason I did watch it is because there were only three seasons. Right. <laughs> Dave, right. It, this is all a circle. It's coming right back to where we started, man. Yep. It's, no, I, I right, agree so with you. It's not a commitment. You guys you guys know, people listening might not know, but I do not watch scary things. Like, I, I will <laughs> not watch scary things. I'm actually um, surprised you watch Stranger Things. Like, I did not know that about you because I just assumed you were like, oh, shit, this room is dark. I'm out. Like, <laughs> No, it's usually, usually, uh, usually how it goes. So, like, the first, I watched the first scene in Stranger Things, and if you guys remember, <laughs> it's, it's like a scientist in a lab who gets fucking torn apart by this monster. And it's yes. super scary, and it's and so I stopped watching. I didn't watch it for like another several months because I was like, "Oh no, this is like scary." But I kept thinking about it, and it turns out that's like the only jump scare in the entire show, is the first scene. And so after that, I was fine. And yeah, I love the show, but um, 
this this might be a recurring theme if we talk about movies or like media basically like i do not do scary things but stranger things is like that perfect level yeah it's very funny that stranger things is that perfect level to you like it's very like stephen kingy you know what i mean like it's 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 like there's like a horror in the background of everything that's going on and i'm with dave like it's why i don't play scary videos i don't like jump scares i don't like when things try and trick me into being scared just pisses me off uh yeah it is very stephen kingy and like i think it's funny uh, when you watch it on netflix um you know the show starts and it goes to the little intro and it always has a little icon on the bottom it's like you know skip intro and i'm like why would you skip the intro that's like the best part of the show almost that song is incredible yeah 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 we i have it on time only rivaled by the lost intro it's the same thing just that like just very very simple very to the point that boom immediate silence for like five seconds before the show starts solid all right all right stranger things good call alan good call alan all right Uh, bloodbath honorable mention all right all right uh again aaron controversy controversy because i guess you know what i'm gonna say don't you oh yeah i know 100 percent what you're about to say but i won't argue it all right, uh, Walking Dead. Oh, what? That's not what I thought you were going to say. It was on my list. What did you think I was going to say? As well. I thought you were going to say The Mandalorian. I thought all of you were going to uh... say The Mandalorian. And then, I remember, <laughs> and then I remember after Dave said his, I was like, all right, that's right. Dave thinks it's as lame as I do. And then I was just the whole time I was like, he's going to say the fucking Alan's going to say The Mandalorian. No. Bloodbath's going to say on, The Mandalorian. Don't put, don't put words in my mouth. I don't think The Mandalorian's lame. I just haven't watched it because I don't watch TV shows. And I haven't watched so, the second season. As as a, awesome. as a human being, awesome. as a human being, I am obliged to like argue when someone says something's great, and I just haven't watched it. So <laughs> don't put words in my mouth. All right. First off, I'm well, only anyway. going to put words in your mouth. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but like I I remember you helping me shit on Wrath that one time when we were talking about the Mandalorian. So. Well, yeah, that's, um, that's just because he deserves it. That's nothing more par than Par for that. the course. Par for the course. So, uh, honorable mention, Walking Dead. Some of it's good. Like, I like a good amount of that show. I, I know, like, I know the show has become trash in the last... I, haven't, I have not watched an episode of it in at least four years. I know it's, like, gone downhill uh, extremely. I can't argue that. It, the first, I think the first five seasons are great. I think season five is, like, the best season of, like, television ever. Um... I just think that show was so awesome for being like, you know, a, a you know a show about the zombie apocalypse. Like nobody ever thought something like that would. Work. I think it's super interesting. I think it's uh, I like I love all the like story arcs in those first five seasons. I think like the set design, everything's awesome. Um, it's like it truly. I just felt it was like like gripping and uh, um, shit. I forgot what I was gonna say. Yeah, I just I just find it like super interesting. Uh. I don't know, man. It like it like hit me just the right time. Um, like I said, I know like it's slowly creeping into that like Simpsons territory where it's like there's more bad episodes than there are good episodes. Um, but I still love it. Oh, uh, and I love all the like slow. Like I know like people like for a long time the first like couple seasons they would complain about the like slow slow episodes where like nothing happened. Um, I love those the best. The slow burner the slow burners are great. Um, I don't know, man. It's a great show. I just know, like, you and I, Aaron, I feel like you and me have had, like, huge debates about, like, the quality of Walking Dead. I know you jumped off of that show, like, way earlier. I can proudly say I've watched uh, 
maybe 15 minutes of The Walking Dead and I tuned into like a random episode in like probably a season three or four. And it was so incredibly like overacted and lame yep. that I decided yep. I would never watch it again. Was season five like, that's the one like, where they were in the prison? Season season five is the one where um the the like first half of the because they always break the season up in like two chunks. Like the first half was um uh the like season premiere they're in the uh, they're in Terminus and the cannibals were gonna eat them. Oh yeah, they, like, uh, they had them like tied up. Stock. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then like it. Uh, um and then the season ends with like um uh Morgan shows up at the end of that season. Yeah, that season sucked, dude. I mean I, I, I liked it. I thought it was cool. three seasons. I was just or kidding, else. man. I, I literally I, I haven't seen like the last like three or four seasons of the show. I just I, I'm with Dave. Like I just yeah, I thought it was poorly written, thought it was poorly acted. Uh best practical effects I've ever seen in a TV show. You know, like uh, they had all the uh, basic you, components to make a good one, and they just, like I said, I think just shit the bed. I'm a hater, dude. You and I, you and I got like a screaming match, not a screaming match, but yeah. like, we argued like big time once no, about like, and that's what you said too about like about like the overacting and like I just don't. I mean, I still don't really. I, I guess I kind of understand what you're saying, but I don't know, man. I just that never. I don't know. I just never picked up on that vibe. Uh, I mean, like I said, if you have poor dialogue, you're going to have poor acting performances. But I think like The Walking Dead had poor dialogue and poor actors. I like, like you said, they 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 had all the basic building blocks for me to make it, but it just fell a little flat. You know, could have been something really great, wasn't. Oh, it's definitely. I mean, it's definitely gone downhill. I actually think there's a a real like ceiling on how good something can be when the primary thing is like zombies and you're going for what like seven seasons or however many yep. seasons the walking dead is it's probably like uh, i think they're up to like point, season 10 yeah. yeah i mean like i get it like the zombies aren't the real thing and they're it's like it probably started out that way and then it it turns into a thing where the zombies like aren't really threats anymore but like i don't know it's a genre that, like, it has to be, like, extraordinary for me to even care one bit about a zombie <laughs> thing at this point. <laughs> Fair. It was overblown. They did a bunch of zombie shit, like, seven years ago. Okay. Can I say, Aaron, uh, I know we already did honorable mentions, but I did have one I was, like, kept, like, thinking if I was going to it or not. I know, like, not even for, like, an honorable mention. Uh, <laughs> I really want to say Portlandia. But I figured I would get uh, way too much hate for that. <laughs> now I'm mad. I'm taking my shirt off, dog. I'm super pissed. <laughs> How Good. dare you talk to me about Portlandia, dude? <laughs> All right, uh, fellas. I think that's another successful round. Uh, that yep. one only took three and a half days. So we definitely uh, went down <laughs> from our last time. I think we uh, really went under the limit there. But I think an overall successful top three. Yeah, uh, so just to recap, my top three was uh, number three, Billions, number two, The Good Place, number one, Atlanta, with an honorable mention to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Aaron, what was yours? Uh, My number three was Rick and Morty. My number two was Game of Thrones. My number one was Silicon Valley. And uh, Barry was my honorable mention. And Alan? Number three, people be OJ Simpson. Number two, last week tonight. 
number one Game of Thrones and my honorable mention. What, what, what was my honorable mention? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. And Bloodbath. <laughs> uh, my number three was Halt and Catch Fire. My number two was Workaholic slash Broad City. Uh, my number one was Louie, and my honorable mention was uh, uh, what was my arm? Walking, oh, uh, Walking Dead. Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. As discussed three minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, that wraps right, up boys, uh, another episode of a top three podcast. Uh, join us next time for a surprise topic that has not been decided yet. All right. Uh, see you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Bye.